Hi, you're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is incomparable possession from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 13 to 20. You know, come second in your thoughts, I assume. Maybe probably the last thing you and I ever thought about. Yeah, got wisdom. You know, if it, I have it, that's good. If I don't have it, no problem. I want, I want, I want gold and silver. I want material things. I want career. I want, you know, my, my family and this. I want this amount of money. You have five-year plan gold. You have 10-year plans gold. Some of you have no goals, also gold. You have no goal at all. You have no objective. You just live as though this is your last day of your life, which is also not bad. But, you know, we all have something we want to possess. When was the last time that you and I be brutally honest that God's wisdom is on the list? Something you want to possess. Throughout the first two chapters of Proverbs, it all laid out that God wisdom is not something that drops from the sky into your pocket and you can pull it out, you can use. It is almost like something, the most treasurous thing on earth, but need to acquire, need to gain. You need to not just casually seek it, but almost like a treasure hunt. God's great for us is given free to Jesus Christ. And as we talked about last Sunday, or two Sundays before, something is free, people usually take it for granted and do not treat it as the most precious thing. Everything is free. In human psyche, it's cheap. God wisdom, according to the book of Proverbs, is better than gold, silver, jewels. But if you, you and I be honest, it's not usually on our list of things we want to acquire. We want to acquire or accumulate wealth. For those who are investment or trading you want to acquire wealth or at least build your portfolio at least more than the inflation rate, maybe 10, 15, 20% or 30%. And maybe a good, the, the best trading hedge fund in the world, the biggest probably to perform at 35% of their uh, return on investment. What is the return on investment of the wisdom of God? <laughs> because every investor, every trader, they need to see uh, so-called API or APR, annual uh, price, uh, what do you call? Um, I suddenly forgot. But the return on investment so that they can make whether it is a good investment or not, right? Nobody seems to pay attention to the investment in God's wisdom because sometimes we do not know what is yield, what is percentage yield. Are you still with me? Number one, God's word continues to tell the hearer, the audience, the recipients, God's people, to the book of Proverbs. Next slide. That God's wisdom, it's not 
automatically drop through the sky. How I can get this incomparable possession? We need to acquire it. If you want a car, you need to buy a car. If you want a, a phone, you need to buy a phone. God's wisdom, what is the price tag of God's wisdom? Well, just to get the main point out first, it paid with Jesus Christ well. Because no, none of us that born and we wake up one morning, yeah, I want God's wisdom. And we saw Solomon, that's his first request, prayer. What do you want me to do for you? Solomon replied, yes, I want your wisdom. That's all. He said, yes, Lord. And the Lord said, uh, since you ask for one thing, I give you more. <laughs> Not only the wisdom that I'm going to give you, but also prosperity and riches and wealth and honor and all of that. And as his life unfolds and we read that story. The only thing that is kind of like not a good ending. It's not, not like happily, happily forever after Solomon lived in peace. At the end of his life is pathetic. Because the wisdom that he received from God, acquired from God, did not translate into his character formation. That's why he both acquired, acquired God's wisdom, wisdom as well as God's uh, as well as the nation concubine, right? The, because political arrangement that he uh, intermarry with other nations so that he can make peace and so that there will be no war. So he got, the Bible recorded, he has several, uh, 800 plus concubines. He's got the whole harem, right? And that's why he turned and dropped his eyes away from God to worship other idols and not the Lord Yahweh. Searching and acquiring God's wisdom and understanding of His Word. In the Bible, in, uh, in Proverbs, said that with all you get, get understanding. Why? Because it's not easy to understand God's Word. It's easy to pick up, to read, even though some of you find it difficult. Some of you find that, you know, every day you can pick up different things. And you your hand, your phone, the news. But it's not easy to find and pick up the most, according to the Bible, the most treasurous and precious God's wisdom in the world because you and I don't see it that way. What we treasure usually translates in what we want to possess. So the... Um, the uh, multi-level marketing company or some scam, what they need to do is just to present you what most of men's heart desire. So usually the, uh, the workshop, multi-level marketing, like here's the car, what do you want? What's your objective? Here's the villa, here's the resort, here's the thing you want, that's what you want? Okay, work for it, and this is the plan. This is work for it, and do this, do this, and this, please. And this year you have this, and have this, and then you will retire. And because usually what we desire is what we are going to possess. If our heart does not desire God's wisdom, We'll never have it. Are you still with me? So it has to search and acquire God's wisdom. It's just not a casual, it's just a treasure hunt. You and I, every day, if we consider God's wisdom the most precious thing, 
we hunt for it. It's an analogy that we search for it in His Word. We, we think about it. We, we try to acquire it by practicing it, not just agree in our head knowledge and then just live our life normal. That's what Solomon did. He did well in the first part of his life. He didn't do well because he did not practice wisdom. He stopped practicing it so it, does not, it did not translate into character formation. Same with Christian. Some of you have been Christian for decades, 10, 20 years, 30 years. And if you sit down today and be honest about yourself, you look back 20, 30 years ago, if you brutally look into the mirror and tell God, Lord, sometimes I'm upset with myself because I remain the same. Nothing changed. The way I think, the way I talk, the way I act, the way of my lifestyle. Nothing has changed. That is a sad reality. But it doesn't have to be that way. You and I can break free from that if you and I search God's word and wisdom as we search for treasure. If you and I today that we have a meeting and somebody give us the treasure map, say in Vietnam, in the deep jungle in the mid Vietnam, in down into the cave, and it requires a lot of, of logistics to get there, but you and I want to do it. Right? Let's say a containers of solid gold. Let's say how on earth does Solomon's gold treasure that how up, you know, that land up in the central Vietnam. It's going to be a great news and you and I are going to hunt. People will kill each other, go to the treasure map. As some of the movies that you and I watch, we just have to eliminate others before we can get it. We have to kill others and just to get our treasure for ourselves. God's wisdom is not a way that we have to suppress others or kill others to get wisdom because it's available to everyone. And it's free. <laughs> you and I don't need to pay our life for it. Christ paid it and gave to us as the greatest gift. Second after the salvation is God's wisdom. God's salvation for us is the greatest gift. The second one is the, the endowment of the Holy Spirit, God with us. He is with us. And then the third one is His whole counsel of God's Word, God's wisdom for those who believe in Him. Are you still with me? Will you and I search it and acquire it on a daily basis? I appeal to you, ask you, as we're going to do this together. It's like you go to everyday works. The company will, some company will give you the KPI, Key Performance Index. Some of you will give you a quota, sale quota. Some of you will give you a job description. Some company will tell you the target that they need to reach by five years plan or two year plan. What is your plan for acquiring God wisdom? Do you have a strategy or it just let every day goes by and it has been gone for the last decades? Do you have a strategy? Because everybody who treats God's wisdom as a treasure will have a strategy. Are you still with me? 
Some of you told me that their strategy is wake up early in the morning. The first thing, do, first thing they do is make a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, spend 5, 10, 15 minutes quiet time opening God's word. It's like the whole treasure open in front of their eyes. And the rest of the day filled with treasure and riches and pleasantness and peace. Some of you said, Pastor, I don't have time. We will never have time unless you make time. From the president of any richest country to the beggar of the poorest country, we all have 24 hours. God has justly and fairly given to all of us the same amount of time. Strategize it. Use it. Acquiring. Searching for understanding. That's why Bible study, that we not only that read the Bible, we have Bible study as a way of encouragement that you and I can do a Bible study and to find, understand, and gain insight. So I prepare this one so that you not only just bring on Sundays, you know, to take note that's good, but also that you can study God's Word. Because it takes time and space to dig, get out the dirt, be real with the Word of God, reflect, talk to God. Lord, I want to practice that, and that become gold nugget, silver, jewels, diamond. And I cannot do it for you. I only can do it once a Sunday, basically just spark and inspire and just give a proclamation so that each of you can grow in the knowledge of God, searching, acquiring His wisdom. Are you still with me? Some of you might need a coffee. Yeah, I'm okay. By this point, I'm secure. If you sleep, that's good for you. You know, God, God keep you and sustain you. You have a bad night, uh, Saturday night. Some of you because you got sick. I've, we are praying for you. Some of you because your bad habits of staying up late at Saturday, repent. Because your body is also God's magnificent engine. It needs rest. Number two, number two, benefits. Some of you, um, uh, this is some of the benefits. Some of you will never do anything, lift up your finger, unless you know the benefits. <laughs> some of you are born that way. I mean, sinner born that way. I mean, the children say, children, eat vegetable. Uh, what's the benefit? So I have to list out this a benefit. I'm not convinced. Not, convic not convicted, not convinced. I mean, how many of you that think about, you know, vegetable first day in the morning? Let's have vegetable. Let's have fruit, water. You think about more soft drink, more other toxin thing, toxic drink, rather than just pure fresh water. Sometimes people think, uh, not much there in God's Word. I've been there, done that. I read all the time. Not much there. It's an old, boring book. It's kind of an ancient text. It's not relevant to me because you don't dig it. You don't treat it as a treasure, right? So unless you and I know the benefits, that no, we're not interested. Let's be honest, right? So here are some benefits. Okay. Number one, the benefit is uh, highly yielded. Next slide, please. You know, the uh, gold price, they talk about, you know, better than gold, silver, and jewel. Uh, some of you um, maybe have some basic econo economics that, you know, the currency we have, world currency, is called fiat currency. It's issued by the government, right? Uh, and they, in, in the past, they usually have to have reserve in gold, solid gold in, 
I guess in Switzerland and other parts of the world that there's an agreement that, you know, they, uh, the amount, the money they, they print, uh, fiat currency, they need to reserve the same equivalent amount on, you know, according to the current market. But I think I forgot the year, uh, probably decades ago, that the government said, no, we withdraw from that agreement. We now can print anything we want as we need by demand supply. So the fiat currency is... Uh, uh, basically, paper, legal, not legal tender. That sometimes is uh, worthless. And when the government is in 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 in, um, in a uh, shaking, uh, as you see the inflation, all the currency is just zero. You know, buy loaf of bread. In the case of Zimbabwe, about a, a few years ago, maybe a decade ago, a loaf of bread worth like billion uh, their currency, right? And so people begin to uh, uh, stock uh, or reserve gold and silver. Uh, by the way, gold and silver is an uh, ancient time that, you know, has been on and on for decades. Uh, because why? Because gold and silver has intrinsic value by itself. You don't need a market to manipulate it. By itself, it has value. Any fiat currency, including U.S. dollar, Europe, the Europe just got down from the U.S., the European community is not very happy. Uh, U.S. seems to be happy and travel, investment flow in Europe and so on. And so uh, uh, the, the, uh, the gold and the silver have intrinsic value, right? Because of, of, of their, 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 in itself, it's this uh, value. So whether you bury a gold under, you know, dog's poop or horse poops or whatever junk, people will pick up the gold and clean it up and because it has intrinsic value. Are you still with me? So... Uh, uh, th there is God's money in a way, God's silver currency and gold and silver, and there's fiat currency, government, and people's money. This is we enter a new era of crypto. That's people currency, which means that decided decentralized and not decided by any form of government. They try. They're still trying. And uh, they hope one decade from now there will be a, a common the norm of decentralized um, currency, which is also a.k.a. Crypto. Now, the gold price, I just uh, look it up that in the last 100 years, it moved from about $400 plus to $2,000 an ounce. Right? So it fluctuated between now and 2000 And so that's uh, what? That is like five times, you know, 500% yield. Right? So if you have gold reserved 100 years, you got about 500% yield. So that's pretty much invest good investment. Five times. That's big. A uh, silver price below, uh, usually below, uh, in the last hundred years, it's below $10 to $120. Silver is a bit less, uh, but it's still worth value, right? And uh, it fluctuates between, uh, you know, all time low, $10, below $10, and all time high is $120. Jewels, let's just pick up the best one is diamond. And diamonds worth millions, right? I almost want to sing a song, Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> you know the song, right? Uh, I think it's in a, one of a James Bond's team song, uh, Golden Finger, if I'm not mistakenly, uh, mistakenly uh, forget. Uh, but also by, what's the singer? Uh, uh, Shirley Bassey. Uh, uh, Diamonds Are... Uh, and, and, and when you listen to so-called popular song and, 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 uh, and secular song, uh, I encourage the Christian, you don't, uh, you know, you don't, you don't cut yourself in secular song, not because that, you, whether you like it, but you engage. Why? Because it will express a belief. Hmm? 
Christian song we sing because it expresses our belief. You see? So the, any song in any culture expresses its belief. And if the song motivates and mobilizes the, the whole nation and generation because it, it, it leads the people in that belief. Talking about, you know, the Beatles in the 80s, all of that. Because people believe in the lyrics of the song. So the diamonds are just forever. They said it is. They are all I need to please me. They can stimulate or tease me. They won't leave me in the night. I have no fear that they might desert me. Diamonds. Diamonds forever. Hold up one and caress it. So like relationship and touch it and stroke it and undress it. And I can see every part, but uh, nothing hides in the heart that to hurt me. That's the lyric of the song. I don't need love. I don't need love. For well, what good will love do me? Diamonds never lie to me. For, that, for when love's gone, they will luster on. And diamonds are forever. And some, uh, uh, no bias, but some ladies believe that. Right? Some of our ladies believe that. And, uh, and, and as, the, as a girl getting engaged, and uh, some girl, not all, as, a, as a, getting engaged, and all they're concerned about beside the wedding days, they're concerned about, will I get a diamond ring? Diamonds are forever. <laughs> because, because they say, even the guy leave me, I have a diamond ring. I don't care, you know. Uh, and uh, I have friends that, you know, they will, they will consider an insult if the guys who ask her to get married without a diamond ring. And most of the guys who are working hard and scratching their head and say, Pastor, when are they going to have a diamond ring? I mean, the cheapest is already a few thousand dollars, right? If you have one carat, the price could be... Oh, by the way, the price of diamond increased annually. The yield is 14%. In the last hundred years, it's just uh, around one carat is around four or five thousand U.S. dollars. It, it, it annually increased 14% steadily. How, 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 how the people treasure is just a carbon 12 jewels. Uh, uh, I mean, people just love carbon more than humans sometimes. Um, and, uh, and so uh, this, is, this is a common belief. Diamonds forever. And that's why people acquire it, right? Because that's what they treasure. So just a side note that, you know... Uh, <clears throat> For the guys, for the guys, okay? This is a side tip. Let's say there's no ladies here, right? Forget me, for, forgive me if I do anything. So the guys, right? So when you do the courtship, dating, if uh, somewhere along the, tab, the, the line that she hinted that, you know, uh, you know, where you are diamonds and this size and, you know, and I think you, you better prepare it. Uh, and, and because some, uh, I got a friend, every anniversary she want a better, bigger diamond. And this guy is working so hard. And I think the last anniversary, she, uh, she suggested that he can get a, you know, a 20K, 30K uh, US dollar diamond ring as, as the assurance of love. <laughs> oh, dear boy. And so sad, I tell you, because they are Christian. They think that diamond is the assurance of love. Uh, that's your introduction. Yeah. Uh, the assurance of love. The assurance of marital covenant. 
Amen. Even diamonds are forever, but you and I are not forever. <laughs> God's word and God's wisdom are forever. We should sing, redeem the song, God's wisdom are forever. <laughs> so, uh, when we got about to get married, our, my, my uh, sister in Belgium, who happened to be in the fashion industry, who happened to work in a diamond shop, work under the Jewish family, most of a diamond shop owned by Jewish family because they possess the cut, uh, because the cut is so difficult. And diamond, uh, uh, there's no values, there's no cut. And therefore, uh, and then the, the hub of uh, Belgium, the Europe, the heart of uh, all diamond is in Antwerp, in Belgium. And so, uh, but uh, thank God that, you know, during our courtship, my wife, I already know that she aller aller allergic to jewel. So thank God. So I say, yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. We have nothing. And she allergic to diamonds too. I said, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> right? I suggest some of you may find a girl that's allergic to all jewels, right? And so, uh, so uh, she, uh, my sister insisted, I will give you a diamond. And, and uh, my wife said, that, no, no, I don't want diamond. And said, no, 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 we have to diamond. Otherwise, it's not a wedding ring. Say, no, we don't need diamond. And then she finally, secretly, and her way, because her gift, so she inserted a, a small, tiny diamond inside the ring. So when you put it on, it will, it will not uh, see it. It will not see it. I, I no longer can, very, both of us cannot because it's so tight now. We, we're getting prosperous. Our finger got big. <laughs> so we just leave it home. <laughs> and so, uh, but she insisted to have a diamond. So because diamonds are forever. That's what they believe. And after the promotion of the beers, the company, that everybody, the girls believe uh, diamonds are forever. That's enough for diamonds, right? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I have about 10 minutes. Next slide. Highly rewarded. Long life, riches, honor, pleasantness, and peace. I mean, the background photo, I can't find any better. I just know that, you know, when you put your feet up, that's in English, you, know, you put your feet up, you're in a relaxed mode, enjoy mode. You put your feet up, you have a sip of cup coffee or whatever drink that you like. You look over windows, whether winter or summer. You feel the heat, the sun, whatever, the, how you like it. But you feel like their rest, their peace, their pleasantness. Their, you feel like, you know, uh, at least those who are married, you feel like your, your, your wife, and your children, your spouse, do not bug you, do not bug you, and you have a peaceful moment, right? And same with uh, our spouse who worked hard, you know, clean the dishes and all of that every day, every day. and when she go for a holiday, she can put, at least put her feet up so that can have, you know, rest. So the, 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 the benefits are when those of you who, who hold the wisdom, exercise the wisdom, it's a long life, live long. Doesn't mean that somebody lives short and they're very, you know, uh, unwise. But usually the case, if people who just say, uh, you know, it's my lung, however I want it, uh, I use my lung, however I just smoke, and then, you know, uh, if my lung's gone, I'm gone, no problem. Then, of course, you live shorter life because there's no wisdom in you. It's got some relative visiting from uh, the north, and, uh, you know, some of uh, the uncles on uh, my uh, in-law size. And, I mean, it doesn't matter how much we uh, told them, you know, stop cigarette. They still need it. And they, I mean, today, in today's term, you're smoking cigarette, you almost like go into a, a corner. It's like a teeth. You have to, you know, snoop somewhere because everything, a uh, smoke alarm, and you cannot smoke in the airport. 
and you know almost like you know you have to hide it and become you know the the place even you go to the airport now you have to go to a room full of smoke and you know uh, a well-developed country smoking is not even in a public area outdoor including beaches and and others uh, more and other places so but but they don't they don't they don't take it because they say uh, this is my life already become my identity if I don't smoke it's not me anymore that's how deceiving addiction is it becomes your identity long life highly rewarded riches honor pleasantness and peace for example um, you know it's a company uh, if you work hard you will be rewarded if you have integrity God will reward you will you plan to cheat to cut corner to cut short a thing will expose whether one year or ten years will be exposed will be dishonor be disgraceful no pleasant in the whole time some of you are just, you know, a person in habit of telling white lies, I mean, not hurting anyone. Some of you are telling, uh, some of you are psychologically speaking, are pathological liars, which means it's your condition, psychologically speaking. You just like to tell lies because you not get used in telling the truth because sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes the truth brings your self-image down, so you want to project another image. That's not supposed to be the case because you and I are made in the image of God. That's the only image that we have. We don't need to project anything. It, if it's dirt, if it's shameful, we bring to Christ. Christ removes shame and guilt, all of that. Amen. Amen? So when you and I exercise God's word, we are wise according to His definition, not ours. Are you still with me? Number four. Highly satisfied. Holding of wisdom is like having a tree of life. The idea here is linked back with the, uh, the garden. The tree of life when Adam and Eve, uh, uh, that God created them, brought in the midst uh, of the garden, there were tree of life. And the tree of? The tree of? The knowledge of the good and evil. Yes, there are two trees. Is there a choice? Choice to choose evil or choice to choose life? And they chose evil. So the tendency of all of us, we always chose evil. Unless Christ regenerates our heart and we're born again in Christ, we always choose the tree of the good knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil, and instead of tree of life. <coughs> the tree of life, think about this context. I bring you different context. In a modern city, if I ask you, you're going to receive money or a seed to plant a tree. All of us likely to receive money. Because money can buy trees. But if I transport you into a, a, tax, a context of a desert, right? A desert, then I give you a choice of now you use Vietnamese dong or US dollar and a seed, a tree. Which one you choose? If, if, if we wise enough, we would pick up a tree. It could maybe have fruits, maybe have generate some water, maybe shade for us, maybe a shelter at night. Maybe we can hang on the tree from animal, wild animals in, in, in the wilderness, right? And, and, and if you're tracking in the wilderness, you need to find a tree at night, right? Those who are tracker, you know, you can put a hammock uh, up in the tree so that there will be no uh, animal that can attack you underground, above from the flood, even in case of raining, uh, high up and lift up there so that, you know, like tiger, maybe panther can climb, but the tiger still cannot uh, really reach you or maybe usually uh, it's difficult, right? So uh, highly satisfied that holding a wisdom of God is like having a tree of life. It means like you can eat that fruit daily. 
So in the garden, Adam and Eve going out eat that tree of life. That's why they're almost like, you know, before they took the, 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 the fruit, they live forever with God. But they take the tree of life, the fruit of life, until they got a first bite. God told them, you shall die. They not die physically, imminently, but they separate from God. And they die in their own age, a couple hundred years at that time. So having a tree of life is sustained. Having the tree of life sustain our relationship with God. Our spiritual nourishment with God as we exercise it. It's like a tree. Think about a tree. It yields fruits. It bears fruits. We all like the Holy Spirit, but not many of us seek and see the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, self-control, gentleness, patience. That fruit, think about that fruit. It's so sweet if you have that fruit of the Holy Spirit. Having God's wisdom is like having a tree of life. Next, I have to move in a bit fast. Why? Some of you never want to do why. Gen Z, you ask like, yeah, tell me why before I believe. Why? Why? Simple. Next slide, please. God's wisdom is supreme. The Bible tells us the whole creation is dependent on it. The whole creation. God made the heavens and earth. God sustained it. God continued to bring it unto an, uh, an end. In Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul said, The whole creation is groaning for the redemption of His Son. When Jesus Christ comes back, He literally will make the whole creation new again. That's when we read the new heavens and new earths. The, whether regeneration or completely different planet, we don't know. But that's what the idea is, that when Christ returns, He'll bring the whole creation. Right now, it's being corrupted, being, being destroyed. He will restore the order, the new order, because the whole creation is still operating under God's wisdom. Are you still with me? All right, next one. Why? God's revelation through creation will show His wisdom. Why choose the uh, chimpanzee there? According to a scientist, this is the most intelligent animal on planet Earth. Some of you watch the movie. The, some of the, they portray the chimpanzee or the apes even smarter than humans. The, evol the, evol uh, the evolutionists believe that this is our ancestor. How many of us believe this is our ancestor? All right, it's good. This is because, this, because they reason this. They reason that 95 to 98% chimpanzee DNA is similar to human. But that does not mean that we are evolved from them. Thank God that this could be Adam's, you know, best trained pets. Hey, chimpanzee, go help me get some, pick up some bananas. Hey, there you go. Because we are made in the image of God, superior in all animal DNA. Secondly, we have the language. It's the high form, it's the highest form of all communication. Languages. They have signs. You know, some of you may be you know, good at do signs and, you know, some of you in the culture do signs like use your mouth, do this and, you know, point at things. And some use, uh, you know, leg or finger. 
But languages is the highest form of intelligence, highest form of communication. Today, the, the Gen Z like to use emoticon, emotional icon, right? And there's a time and place for that. But I, you can't communicate everything to emoticon, even though some of you try. If I ask a question, please reply in text, right? That was emoticon, you know, like, what that really means, I don't know. I have to, there's no dictionary for it, right? Are you still with me? So chimpanzee, it's even though scientists say, hey, hey, look at this. This is uh, our ancestor. If I met my uh, atheist uh, friend, say, that's your ancestor, not mine. That's, that's my ancestor pets. Adam and Eve pets tell me to get that. It's like existence. Yes. Because our gene DNA, not only that, we have soul, right? We have, we have languages. We have the spirit of the Lord. We above, and we, some scientists call mammals because we have some shared genetic pool, but we are human beings made in the image of God. We need to get that right in our brain. Otherwise, we'll be sway between, you know, talking to our, uh, you know, our atheist friend, our people say, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's the ancient thing, you know, that's evolution evident. No, that's, 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 that's rubbish. Because they, 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 they have a theory and they bombard it in the education system that make everybody believe there is an evolution. Darwinism is a theory. So you can say this, atheist friend, according to Darwinism theory, you believe that this is your ancestor. It's okay? That's your belief. I believe this is my ancestor pet. And I am made in the image of God. I don't need to do monkey business. But I need to do God's business. I need to reflect my father's heart. As Jesus at 12 years old in the temple, do you know, the parents searching, do you know that I am about to do my father's business, which is bring the kingdom of God to this planet Earth? Are you in God's business or you and I are doing monkey business? Depends on what you believe. Another creature I chose that may be a little bit exotic. How many of you know Axolotl? How many of you know this creature? This is not Pokemon. Mm. Pokemon borrowed uh, some feature there. Uh, there is a real creature. God creation. It's called Axolotl. A X O L O T L. Axolotl. Right. It's in the Mexi- Mexi- um, Mexican, Mexico, in a Mexican pool. Uh, and um, the, the, the scientists study this creature because it has a, a, a very unique, uh, it's self-generated. If you cut a, a limb of this one, it's regenerated. Uh, the heart has a problem uh, and it regenerates itself. Because it, uh, it, uh, um, during the, um, the, the regeneration, they bring up the, uh, it's called the embryo, right? the stem cell. And it regenerates. So, a subject of scientific study for decades already, because they think that it could help uh, spinal cord, other people regenerative disease, and so they want to bring out. And 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 so uh, there's a question in the forum that's you know so if you cut the head of the axolotl, will it regenerate? Uh, scientific said maybe heart, <laughs> because uh, it's, it's the whole thing difficult. You get only limbs, heart, organs, uh, some part of the brain, not the whole brain, and so. Uh, uh, God creation. Why I want to choose this creature? Because uh, you know God has in His marvelous, uh, it's just beyond human understanding. 
He created a lot of things in creation that we, even including scientists, just discover. We don't make or create anything new yet. In the whole history of mankind, we discover things, but we never creating any new material. God is creator, and we, uh, God creates a creativity, but we never create anything new. We pick up from God's resources. We blend it up, and we make new things. But that's the blend. We did not create any new materials or anything. We just discover God's creation. So, through creation, He showed us hard evidence. For those even say, oh, I don't believe in the Bible, look at creation. Look at creation, how it's... God bring about. There, there must be an intelligent design. It's like you and uh, you tell the atheist friend tell you that you know through thousands and millions of years, you know, the dirt, the sea, the silicate, uh, the silica, the silicate on the sea, the sand, and melt through time to random chance, it become a glass of water. Or, or metal from all different sources, aluminum from different sources on the earth, and boom, but the Big Bang become an airplane. They're always a designer. They're always a maker. They're always an intelligent creator. Creation speak volume of God is our creator. And because of all of this, and I just want to point out some fun facts about this axolotls as our... I will close the message. This is a creature of solitary creature. This creature wants to be alone. This creature does not like fellowship. Right, so a new term coming up like exoloto, that person exoloto. And, <laughs> and this creature always stay at the juvenile stage, never grow to adult. Because grow to adult becomes salamander. It's like kind of lizard-like. So some U.S. Uh, state ban this one as a pet, but some allow because that they're afraid they will breed with the salamander become monster <laughs> because if regenerated everything, then could be scary thing, right? And so uh, uh, most countries do not ban, but uh, U.S. some state ban. Uh, but this, this thing is that they stay in juvenile stage, never grow up to adult and stay in the water, even though it's an amphibian, right? It's not fish, but it's kind of like, you know, under the water, but stay, become Juvenile stage all their life. Some of us are exolotal Christian. They just stay as a baby Christian for the rest of their life. Never grow up. If somebody rebuke them with God's word and bring up word, they change churches. They change environment and they stay juvenile. Baby all the time. Never grow up. They never become a salamander. <laughs> God creation also give us a lot of, 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 of story about God's magnificent work of His hand in creation. This cute axolotl will bite their own family. We devour the own family because they believe that I bite, you know, your, your limbs, it will grow again. So never mind, continue to bite. It never like the other, sorry, only. So do you want to raise this one in a tank? Just one, Axolotl, cannot be two. This world is too small for both 
axolotl. I pray that this world is big enough for all Christians to unite in Christ, to know that you and I need to grow in Christ, move out of our baby step, not just read the Bible five minutes, that, that the puree for babies, read an hour, study it, digest it, seek, hunt, explore it as treasure as precious thing. Amen? Let us have some few minutes of reflection. Lord, you know what we desire to possess. Show us what we truly treasure. Lord, you create us the ability to get almost 
anything if we want. But Lord, sadly, the reality, your wisdom is not on the top list of our acquiring and possession. And Lord, may today is a new day, the day of our change, change of perspective, change of our perception, and that will lead to our action. We don't need to do mechanical thing and just pop up and say, let's do this, do this, unless we really believe and convicted and convinced of your wisdom is supreme. Your word is the most treasure, the most precious treasure on earth. Better than gold, better than silver, better than any biggest diamond in the world. Even worth millions, if we want to put a price tag on it. It's not just a nine digit or 11 digit, it's more than that. Because it was demonstrated and paid with the very life of your son, Jesus Christ. That we open our eye when we see that your wisdom manifested and demonstrated through the work of the cross. Because that is foolish to all mankind to think that God's son should die. It's like powerless to die. But that in your wisdom, you show the world that the most powerful thing to do is to lay down your utmost power for the sake of redemption, of buying back salvation. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the work at the cross. Thank you, Lord, for the work of the resurrection of the evidence of the empty tomb. Thank you, Lord, for the eyewitnesses of the ascension of Christ ascended to heaven. It's not an illusion or hallucination. It's evident, recorded in history. And thank you, Lord, for the promise that you said that you will come back and take us. As we wait, as we work, as we walk our life on this planet, not by sight, but by faith, as we continue to pursue the righteousness of Christ through faith in Jesus Christ, as we live and speak of your word, exercise of your word, may each of us gain and acquire wisdom, heavenly wisdom for our earthly living. Thank you, Lord. May you continue to be merciful to us. May you continue to be gracious to us. May each of us continue to feel, not just only feeling, but believe that you are a God that is loving, enduring, and you give us the Holy Spirit so that we be able to enjoy and express our love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, patience, kindness, self-control. Oh, thank you, Lord. May the word that we hear, we heard this morning, not come from the right ear and go to the left ear and go out the windows. May it sink down to the core of our psyche, of our being, so that we may exercise and gain wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. 
Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.